0: Hello and welcome to the Crack Beer Community Podcast. I'm your host Brian, and in this episode of Strong Core, I'm joined by Liam Tutty, owner of Dead Centre Brewing, to have a chat about and tasting of their flagship pale ale seeking sunshine. Located on the banks of the River Shannon in the heart of Athlone lies the Dead Centre Brewing Taproom. Having first opened its doors in 2019, the taproom offers a wide range of top quality beers, delicious pizzas and stunning views of the River Shannon. It boasts an in-house brew kit, capable of brewing roughly 600 litres of beer, which makes it ideal for producing limited edition brews, one-off specials and experimental beers. The brew kit is located behind a glass partition wall, which allows you to see right into it as you enter the taproom. Dead Centre Brewing began its life as a contract brewery back in 2017. While it quickly grew into its new home in the taproom, it continues to operate under the contract brewing model for its core range of beers until its brand new brew house gets up and running. We'll hear all about this throughout the chat. Seeking Sunshine is their flagship Pale Ale, which is a 5% zesty and refreshing, easy drinking beer with large additions of Citra and Amarillo hops. I caught up with Liam in the taproom and asked him to introduce himself and to tell us a little bit about Dead Centre Brewing.
1: Yeah, well, my name is Liam Tutty, uh, and I own and operate, from my sins, Dead Centre Brewing here in Athlone in County Westmeath. As you said yourself, it's right on the banks of the Shannon. It's a lovely place to be. Uh, brewery itself is very small, but I suppose the point of difference is that it's, it's right inside the bar and the restaurant. So we, we, we try, and, uh, try and take it as a very American-style taproom
0: okay nice nice very good and then tell us a bit about your role here so what do you what do you do on a on a day-to-day basis
1: oh 90 of it is sitting at a computer to be perfectly honest with you it's not at all what i thought it was going to be i think uh, there was an insane amount of naivety uh that before i thought this was going to be points for breakfast this is going to be great uh no but there's an awful lot of of admin work uh there's an awful lot of calculations on things like margin is a, a huge thing for us at the minute because everything is getting more expensive and you have to understand that you're not selling at a loss that's where you're gonna you won't be around too long doing that and um, yeah so the, a majority of what I do is is administrative but it's across we have a couple of different businesses we have the brewery the bar and the restaurant we have beer cloud and then we're starting the second brewery as well uh that we're launching uh, basically to bring all our contracted volume in-house but we're gonna launch a, a new brand out of that as well for non-alcoholic beverages and uh, yeah it's just it, it's all go so most of my time is is spent typing
0: okay amazing lots going on uh, it sounds like we're going to need a, a second full-length episode to cover all that oh, geez. <laughs> so for strong core series then we're featuring seeking sunshine um absolutely beautiful beer, um, but I suppose, tell us a bit about it, what, what is Seeking Sunshine?
1: Yeah, Seeking Sunshine was it was originally launched as a limited edition, um, first brewed in St Mel's in Longford. Um, we brewed it as a, a summer IPA initially, um, and when we went to open the tap room here, we didn't have a, a pale ale, we'd never brewed a pale ale, well we brewed um, a beer called Source Code, which I wouldn't have been overly happy with, to be honest with you. So I said, look, we're going to need just a core pale ale, Seeking Sunshine, we can tweak to, to get it to where it needs to be. So it was that kind of uh, slightly more, and I hate this phrase, but that kind of gateway beer, uh, where you know you could drink it and taste the point of difference between the other beers on offer, but it wasn't going to you know be a million miles outside everyone's wheelhouse. So we dial things back a little bit on Seeking Sunshine, uh, ABV at five percent, um, hopped with Citra and Amarillo. But it's not uh, it's not a hop bomb. It's it's definitely hoppy, but it's not aggressively hopped. Um, although that depends on who you talk to, I suppose. <laughs> um, and then it's a it's, it's to be honest with you, it's a very kind of tried and trusted base: pale malt, oat, wheat like it's you know i think i said wheats there uh, wheat <laughs> is, is what i meant obviously um yeah so it's it's uh it, it, to be honest with you the beer itself recipe wise there's nothing crazy going on here it's a very solid you know obviously clearly when you look at the at the recipe you go it's clearly derived from a homebrew which it is you know it was my my original ale you know
0: Okay, yeah, very, very good. So it's a pale ale, obviously. Um, what ABV is it?
1: It's five percent, so pretty middling. Um, again, I think when we when we came here, we've always known our place. We know that look, we're a uh, like Athlone is still relatively rural. You know, it's it's it wouldn't be uh, anywhere close to the kind of um, Dublin or Cork or Galway of, of Ireland. But it's we understood that it needs to be approachable. Um, so, for, for, for some people 5% was still a bit, God, 5%? Uh, but as you know, 5% for a pale ale is, is perfectly sessionable and, and uh, people have really taken to it locally.
0: Okay, yeah, very good. And then before we have a, a, a lovely taste of it then, so what sort of flavour profile should we be getting out of the beer? Uh,
1: for me, it's, it, it's all citrus and that's the whole idea of seeking Sunshine as a name because it's meant to kind of taste, I don't know, what I, I always had in my head that kind of Mediterranean climate. And that's what, it, if, if you could transfer that to a beer, that's what I was trying to do. So it's hopped on Citra and Amarillo. So Citra, as everybody knows, you're gonna get those citrus flavors. And then Amarillo for me is quite orangey. And I think the pair player, the, the player just play off each other really well for, it's not a Rock Chandy beer, but there's kind of that for me anyway. There's that undercurrent of, of rock shandy to it, uh, which works really well.
0: You yeah. know. Hey, okay, lovely. So um, just before we taste, then. So your uh, seeking sunshine is poured into the beautiful new dead center uh, uh, craftmaster glass. I'm a, I'm I'm a terror for glassware.
1: I need to tie <laughs> something down. I, I actually said the other night at home, I said um, I should try and get one of every glass we've ever done and, and keep them, because we've done we've done a pint. A conical point and then the same conical point but with a slightly different. So, this glass has the Dead Centre logo and then Dead Good Beer from the Dead Centre of Ireland. Something we learned very quickly as a tourist destination is that foreign visitors want, it, want to say Ireland or Irish on it somewhere. So, we added that. So, we have a conical without Dead Good Beer from the Dead Centre of Ireland, a conical with it, a half conical with it, a teku, a stemless wine glass uh pint tankard a 500 mil tankard 500 mil pilsner uh, uh, we've had everything I had the harmony the stemless wine glasses so I'd, I'd love to have one of everything but anyway this is my latest obsession is the craft master um, mm. so yeah I, i'm really happy with it
0: yeah, it's, a, it's a beautiful it glass now i have to say it absolutely looks glass. stunning and for any of our uh, longer term listeners uh, if anyone remembers from back our tasting with hope Back in the the hope tasting room in their brewery, my hop on was drank out of a, a dead center teku glass that we don't know how it ended up there. So we have a bit of retaliation today, and I have mine out of my hope uh, tubo glass. Is that how you say yeah, it? Yeah, well,
1: I think that's how you say it. It's spelled T U B O. I've yeah. been saying tubo. <laughs> I'm going to take a ton of abuse now from some somebody who's like you're you're so far off. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I'm 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 I i am i am do not know how the, the the teku's wound up in. I'd imagine they were gifted to Vim. I'd I'd imagine Vim and Jane are. Just, of the art people. I can't say enough good things about them. I, I you know, I, they're brilliant. They're brilliant. Um, but when we were running beer, Cloud Vim made a delivery down here at Forest one day, and brought me down a bottle of their Imperial Stout that was for friends and family only. It's still at home. I haven't opened it. Uh, I think that's probably about three or four years old at this stage. Uh, so I'd imagine I'd probably send them back with some glassware, if <laughs> I was to guess. But we also saw glassware on Beer Cloud, and some of the glassware that they brought down for us to sell there was two pint glasses, a, a taller one, and this, what I'm calling a two bow glass. I hope that's right. Um, and I love the tubo. It's short. It's stubby. It's stocky. It feels lovely in the hand. Um, yeah. So that's that's where we got that from. That was one of the ones that might have got you know might have gotten broken in the warehouse, yeah. uh, but it somehow wound up in my press. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, we did have Richie down here for the uh, for the the crack beer community event, so maybe maybe he swiped a few. That's possible. Uh, as well. <laughs> that's possible. As well. We won't say that. Yeah. Um Right. Okay. Last thing to do is taste. So cilantro. Yeah. Cheers. that's lovely. That's tasting very, very fresh. Is that, is that? I was,
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was going to say. When you said about the core beers, I was like, what's the freshest core beer we have on top at the moment? So, and this is it. So this was packaged on the 9th of October, I think. So it's kind of three weeks old, somewhere in that region. Um, but it's, it's it's drinking really, really well. Uh, at the moment, until we have the brewery and blurry up and running, this is all being produced out of third barrel in Dublin. Um, yeah, and the guys are, it took us a little while to dial in on the third barrel kit. We've, we're not gypsy brewers by, by our, our cuckoo brewers, whatever you, you want to call them, but I think this beer has been brewed in five breweries. Uh, uh, so it's it can be tricky to, um, definitely four. Uh, so it can be tricky sometimes to when you move from one brewery to the next. You know, we 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 were really happy with what was coming out of twelve acres when we were brewing with twelve acres, and we shifted up the third barrel, and you just need to do uh, some adjustments. And um, so it's really the, these last few batches have been singing, uh, really really bright, full of character, like that hop character really jumps through. Even though again, it's not aggressively hopped, it's just so bright and easy to drink that it it really.
0: I think it really benefits the beer, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. That that's tasting fantastic. I have to yeah. say, really, really nice. Yeah. Um, so then, I suppose, why? Do, like, I know you've got a, a few beers in the core range. You've got Maroon. You've got Teeny Tiny. You yeah. have Dead Pixels. So why did you pick Seeking Sunshine as the one you wanted to highlight today?
1: Um, it's it's just by far. It's a surprise one. It, it's by far our best selling beer. Um, it. Is our, our second best-selling beer here on draft our lager? Dead Pixels is the best-selling beer that we have in the tap room, which isn't unusual. It's to be expected, but Dead Pixels wouldn't perform as well in the off uh, trade, and again, that's to be expected as well. Generally, lagers would be, you know, a slightly more difficult selling in craft, um, whereas Seek and Sunshine performs really well in the tap room, really well for some off sales. Like Secret Sunshine is, is kind of carrying the the off sales at the moment, but also it seems to be. You know, we've we've gone to a lot of local pubs and put a lot of beers into local pubs and sometimes they'll, you know, use a keg and go, okay, yeah, that went okay, we'll, maybe we'll mix it up and try a different one. And all of them have settled on Seeking Sunshine. Like every tap that we have in this town, whether you're in Sean's Bar, or Gertie's, the Dark Horse, or the Bailey, or it doesn't matter where you are, uh, it's, it's all Seeking Sunshine.
0: It, it's pretty appropriate we're having Seeking Sunshine right now because I all afternoon it's been absolutely chucking down rain and that loan and we've sat down had the pints and now the sun has come out and it's looking absolutely stunning yeah, outside. I,
1: I said it to you like half an hour ago, forty five minutes ago, I got drenched. Yeah. Uh, and now it's it's glorious. It's uh Unpredictable, at the moment, down
0: here, yeah. Um, So then, we've touched on, I suppose, the popularity behind it and why you think it's so popular, because it it does well in both markets, you could say, both uh, on tap here and different tap accounts around at loan, but also it does well in can sales. What is it that you like most about the beer?
1: Uh, I I think this beer is, again, 5% for me, it is sessionable, but it's not low ABV by any means, but it drinks like a sessionable beer, I think, anyway. Um, it's something that you know I, I could easily go into particularly one of the local accounts and um, here I, when i come here i tend to be on constantly it's very hard to relax here like even now yeah you know you probably see my eyes darting <laughs> oh, like, what are they doing um, but it's it's just difficult to relax when you're here here is work uh, but i like going to you know when, or wherever we have a guest tap on you know and, and just it's a beer you could so easily put away two, three, four pints of no problem at all. Whereas, I do find a lot of the other beers, um, I I wouldn't drink them like that. Uh, Like, for me, it's strange, like I I suppose everyone says they don't have a favorite child, but for me, I think Teeny Tiny is the best beer that we produce. Um, But it is, for a 3.3% beer, it's fuller in body, like it's, the the body on Teeny Tiny holds up. Um, Like, I don't think it feels any lighter than this, so I don't, it's a strange one, I, I, I suppose I'm trying to get to the point of like, it, it wouldn't fill you any more than anything else in the core range um, and because it's just, you know, a, a very middling ABV, I just think it's, it's easy to drink and I think that's why people have taken to it, I think, um, you know, I was very honest when, when we started here, I thought, I did, we had literally, we had decided let's take this beer and dumb it down a little bit, which sounds terrible. Um, but i think it's just opened it up to a much wider audience and and that's great because it's again it's not a case of like making the beer bland that's not what we're trying to do but i think it's approachable enough as i mentioned people will drink it and go that is so much flavor in this but not to the point where they're like oh god that's so overload so it just it's found a sweet spot and it sits there very happily um, and we're yeah we're really happy with the beer.
0: Yeah, yeah. For me, that epitomises a core beer though. It's that you get that the bags of flavour packed in, but sessionable as well, and you're, yeah. you're more than happy to have like it. What,
1: I, what I've said about this bef- beer before is it's easy to support. Yeah. Like I, <laughs> I find you know when, if you have a and we've done it here you know where you're like oh we're you know we're we're a local brewery talking to local council we've made this nine and a half percent imperial stout that's difficult to support for some accounts or, or, and even for some consumers, like where they're missing, you know, that's uh, having three points against yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, whereas this, it's easy to support. It's very easy to get on board with. Uh, I think it highlights what can be done in a beer without going crazy, you yeah. know?
0: Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. And then just as we start to wrap up then, obviously it's available on tap in the tap room here. Mm-hmm. Uh, where else can you find it?
1: Um, you find it in O'Brien's Wines all over the country. Um, uh, we're distributed by Four Corners out of Dublin as well, so you'll find us in pretty much all the, the good independents in Dublin. Um, same is true in probably Cork and Galway as well probably. Uh, and then locally, the support locally, again particularly for this beer, is really really strong. Uh, so it, it's difficult at the moment, which is great because it actually took a little bit of time. But it's difficult now to go to, well you, do, you, you won't go to an off-licence in Athlone and not be able to pick it up. Which is brilliant, you know, because I think, uh, yeah, there needs to be a lot more focus on, on, on local, like really get your local market behind you, hope it the same way. Yeah. You know, it's a very big, big big deal with the lads up there and I, I think it's a great model,
0: a really good model. Okay then, just so just as we start to wrap up then, is there any, any future plans or immediate plans in the pipeline for Dead Centre?
1: Uh, no, nothing big at the moment. Well, I suppose the biggest thing is the, is the second brewery, which has taken forever. Um, but we're closer now than we've ever been. We're we're, we're literally touching distance, which is great. Uh, so all our production will, will be done out of Athlone, which I think is, is great for the town and great for us, obviously. Um, yeah, and then specials coming up. We have um, an Imperial Stout in Barrel at the moment for Christmas. Uh, that's going to be a chocolate and chili Imperial Stout. Um, just put our first sour beer to tank. It's uh, going to be a passion fruit sour called Sequential Glitch. Um, yeah, my name makes zero sense. <laughs> um, we've just added, speaking of core, we've added a couple of beers to our tap range here as core beers they'll always be on. So it's our Nitro Red and our Nitro Stout, uh, Red Sun Rising and Messrs Boswell. Uh, yeah, and other than that, it's just, it's just churning out at the minute to be honest with you Dead Pixels and Teeny Tiny, our Dead Pixels and Seeking Sunshine rather, as quickly as we can, because they're, they're good volume movers for us.
0: I'd like to thank Liam for taking the time to join us and I'd like to thank you for listening. If you haven't been to the Dead Centre Tap Room yet, then I highly recommend a visit. It boasts a wide range of both Dead Centre and Guest Brewery beers, offers delicious food and you can even check out the brew house as part of their brewery tour, bookable on their website. The beer community in Ireland is an amazing space full of so many fantastic people. At Crack, we aim to champion independent brewers and everyone else involved in the independent beer scene and support them as best we can. If you'd like to learn more about Crack, you can get involved in the beery discussion at crack-beer-community.ie. It's free to join and always will be. You can also check us out on Twitter, at Crack Community, and on Instagram, at Crack Beer Community. Crack is entirely self-funded. If you'd like to support us in what we do, please keep an eye out for our Community Brew Project beers. All proceeds from these beers will go towards funding crack activities such as our member platform, our in-person events and this podcast. In picking up some of these beers, you'll be supporting a fantastic independent Irish brewery and retailer, help keep crack ticking over and you'll have a delicious beer to enjoy. It's a win all round. As a final note, if you enjoyed the podcast, then please feel free to rate it and also subscribe to stay up to date with all of our new releases. So that's it for now. Thanks again for listening and sláinte.